0: good morning everyone
1: it's time for michigan sports talk morning show broadcasting live all across the state of michigan and northwest ohio this is exes and bros how are you how are you good morning 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 it's a good morning wake up to a brand new day hello
2: Morning.
1: Good morning,
2: Vietnam.
1: Here's your host, Anthony Bellino.
3: <laughs> Rise and shine, folks. Welcome back here. Our number two. Exes and bros coming at you right now, live all across the great state of Michigan and in northwest Ohio and worldwide. On the iHeartRadio app. We say good morning to you, we welcome you, we thank you, we appreciate you. And of course. We encourage you to join the program at any time. You can text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21000 Sports Radio to 21000. Meyer Supercenter Guest Line 866-838-4843. That's 866-838-4843. 866-838-HUGE. We're on Twitter at XV Mornings, Facebook X's and Bro's. And, of course, good morning to our television audience as well on BCSN and streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network and on our Facebook at X's and Bro's. Ryan Key, is at Ryan L underscore Key on Twitter. Ben Glaze at the Ben Glaze. I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. Uh, got a bunch of Twitter notifications. We'll see what these are. What these are all about here this morning. But either way, um, a very very kind of uh, active Monday here in the sports world with a really exciting. Uh, night of sports coming up obviously that is because folks uh, red wings hockey is back we are so back the red wings are back we are back and it's beautiful uh, we'll get into uh, what's going on there they're taking on the washington capitals big time game uh, for for them, we've got the Detroit Tigers, uh, a four nothing winner over the Houston Astros yesterday. The Pistons who fell 113 to 111 uh, on the road to the New York Knicks that we were discussing a little bit there at the end of hour number one. Plus, as always, uh, some youth basketball uh, tips and tidbits that hopefully you and your uh, you and your youth basketball team. I had AD reach out to me yesterday because my cousin's kid hit four consecutive threes. In their in their game, I think it was district. Maybe I don't, I don't. know. I don't even know where they're at now. It can't be district, can it? End of February, and uh, the AD had reached out to me, and he it was in a group chat. He's like, oh, man, what would you teach this kid?" I said, "Look, I only had him for three years. Everything else is the supreme supreme coaching there at you uh, at St. Mary Catholic Central in Monroe. Like that. That's what it is. That's what it. That's what it all is. And so for." Uh, For them, you know, you work on fundamentals at the youth level, you work at the fundamentals, and you let the chips fall where they may, and you can apply that to every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, uh, especially golf. If you've got a young golfer, the Tiger Woods theory on this is brilliant. Uh, I can't believe it's it's taking me this long to hear it, but if you're going to teach somebody how to play golf, start like you would as if they were a toddler and start at the greens and work your way backward. Don't just go out to the range. Start at the greens, start working on putting, then move back to... uh, chipping and pitching and everything else and then and then you know get a wedge in their hand you know what i mean it's like duh that makes total sense like why didn't i think of that the more you know right so let's work on the fundamentals i had a buddy uh, reach out last night and we were talking about pistons defensive concepts last night And he said you know i don't at least like i listen to sports radio all day long he's like i don't think i've ever heard anybody on the on the radio talk about icing screens I'm like, well, uh, yeah. He's like that. That is, that's a good show. I said, well, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate that. And so, you know, I, we got into the the fracturing of youth basketball. And he said that in his league, where he's at with his kids, I think they're sixth graders. Uh, that everybody plays zone. He's like, the you know, everybody plays zone in our league. And I think that league should get rid of that youth basketball leagues because you're not you're not teaching good defensive concepts. And you're not being able to execute and work on good offensive concepts either. And that's the thing. Like you're so worried about wins and losses because you think that they're gonna raise a statue of you at your local CYO gym. They're gonna hang a banner in the rafters about what a great coach. Like you gotta let it go, man. Gotta let it go. You go there, you do your time, odds are you're somebody's dad like a parent trying to help out. It's very rare, random that you get somebody in there without like a a family attachment. Even I, when I first started coaching a family attachment, because my, my aunt had reached out to me and she said, Hey, uh, your cousin, they need a coach for fifth grade. That's how I got involved in it at 23 years old, fresh out of fresh out of college. But it was all about fundamentals. Now, granted I had, you know, a lot of really good years of really good college training under Kurt Miller, who left Bowling Green and went to Indiana and then, Onto the WNBA to win WNBA coach of the year. Uh so we had like that playbook, I still had a copy of it. And I was like, okay, like this is what we want to pull out. This is like, you know, the, the here's things. And women's basketball is a whole lot more relatable uh to the youth game than men's basketball because you know you look at men's college basketball and the pros, guys can fly. You're looking at aliens that are six feet seven inches tall, that can jump out of the gym, that dribble like guards. Like it's a completely, completely different game. Right? So it's more relatable to have like little kids watch women's basketball because it's more relatable, right? You don't have to worry about anybody jumping over the top of you and dunking on your forehead. Like, no, you gotta, you gotta get over. You gotta run good offense. You gotta get open. Athletic ability isn't gonna uh, be able to, uh, you know, get you, get you all that far. So it's a, um, it's a much more relatable experience for the, for the little ones. But I think that today in youth sports, we're so concerned about our kid getting a scholarship, and we're so concerned about them averaging forty points a night in a fifth grade game that you know they gotta have this. T- you know, the whole thing is. Uh, we we are we lost track of why we're even there to begin with, and that is to play a team sport. And we won a lot, folks. I'm not out here like, oh, I'm just here to. No, we like we won a lot. I think in eight eight teams at the fifth through eighth grade level, junior high. Like we, I I don't know if I had ten ten losses in total in eight seasons. Like we won a lot. And, I, you know, motivate the kids. Ah, oh, we're here to win. Yeah, you give them that rah-rah speech. hearty har har But you know in the back of your mind that, no, we, we want to win because we're doing it the right way. That's what matters. If you're going to at least win the game, win the right way. You know, and have, have a lot of fun doing it. That's just the way I've always looked at it. All right, what else is going on in sports? We'll try to get you all caught up with all the happenings. We'll do so right now in the headlines.
2: Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's check the headlines. No, nah, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and national news.
3: This is huge news. It is going to be a running back bonanza in free agency. Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, none of which, according to sources, are going to be hit with a franchise tag. Cowboys are not expected to use the same 12.1 million dollar tag for Tony Pollard the Giants will speak with Barkley explore a deal with him but they're unlikely to use it and they could join a class that includes DeAndre Swift A.J. Dillon, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss J.K. Dobbins Gus Edwards, Zeke Clyde Edwards Hilaire and Austin Eckler Loaded free agency class at the running back position. The Lions make Jalen reeves be the NFL's highest-paid core special teamer. Now, this deal is uh, you know listed at two years in seven and a half million. However, it could be up to eight million. Uh, I don't think that they're. I think this is being a little bit overplayed as a core special teamer. And I think the the clear-cut example of this is what happened at the end of the year uh, when Derek Barnes went down with injury. And uh, Jalen Reeves Maven came in and gave him some really good defensive snaps. Like he is more than just a special teamer, but it's a guy you got to have. And you're getting some depth at the linebacker position that you know we can still play. Like the deal a lot keeps one of those locker room guys in the locker room. I'm I'm great with that. I think it's a great deal. Uh, Richard Sherman, his bail was set at five thousand dollars after a weekend arrest. He was pulled over at two a.m. Saturday, going seventy nine miles an hour in a sixty. That ain't good. Washington State Patrol trooper. Uh, wrote in a probable cause statement that his eyes were bloodshot in watery. He smelled of intoxicants and he declined to take a breathalyzer. That ain't good. Uh, crew chief admits that the, uh, the a foul was missed. The Knicks beat the Pistons last night, 113 to 111. If you want to know what the crew chief actually said verbatim, I actually have the last two minute report in the pool reporter asking the question. Why was a foul not called when Dante DiVincenzo made contact with Asar Thompson near half court, approximately eight seconds to go in the game? The referee, James Washington, says, "Upon post-game review, we determined that Thompson gets the ball first and then was deprived of the opportunity to gain possession of the ball. Therefore, a loose ball foul should have been whistled on New York's Dante DiVincenzo. So there you go. Congratulations. We did it. Doesn't win. Oh, that's not good at all. Uh, The Raptors coach... Darko Ryakovich uh, decided he was going to have a pizza party after he promised the team a nice dinner following a three-game winning streak. He threw him a pizza party. That's good. That's fun. And Chris Paul is going to make his Warriors return tonight uh, for the Golden State Warriors against the Wizards. And Valerie Nishuskin, congratulations to him, resumes practicing uh, with the Colorado Avalanche after a stint in the player assistance program. We'll step aside more X's and Bro's after this here on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: TV. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7. Everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com.
0: Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four-pound bag of navel oranges, and Meyer Wellness Vitamins or Supplements, Buy One Get One Free. Plus, I can save even more with M perks, like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in-store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply? See all deals in the Meyer app.
1: Huge would chair for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at Purplecommunity.org. are listening to Michigan Statewide Morning Show, Exes and Bros, right here on the Michigan Sports Network.
3: Welcome back here to Exes and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. By the way, I didn't realize this, but today is the uh, Michigan Presidential Primary. So going back in time, I saw, saw Ryan Irmani from Fox Two tweet this out: Joe Biden, eight hundred forty thousand three hundred sixty votes. 1.587 million total votes by Democrats. Donald Trump with the incumbent had 640,552 votes, 683 votes by Republicans, 2.2 million total votes by Michigan residents. Uh, we'll see you do the little compare and contrast later on today to see what that uh, what that looks like. Boy, that'll be a lot of fun. That'll be a lot of fun. Just uh, Just a PSA, just a reminder, right? You don't have to agree with what everybody says, right? It, it either either way you fall, it's okay. You're gonna you're gonna be fine. You're going to be fine. I promise you. You don't have to get mad. You don't have to cut people off. You don't have to uh, get in some kind of argument about it. You're allowed to disagree. That's why we live here, right? That's why we live here. So, just, uh, there's my my two cents on. Uh, what is going to be taking place a little bit later and the fact that you, you know, a lot of people are going to be bent out of shape. A lot of people are going to be bent out of shape about who somebody votes for. But remember what they used to say when I was a kid. Religion, finance, and politics, three things you don't talk about in public. We should just go back to that. And then you're do to worry, you have to worry about anything. Don't talk about your faith. Don't talk about your money. Don't talk about your uh, political stance. It'll be just fine. We can just go that way with it. But let's just remember the old phrase, agree to disagree. And then we can go from there. Right? Voting either way doesn't make you some psychopath. It's just what you choose for whatever your reasoning is. If somebody asks why, just be prepared to answer. Because if not, then you look ridiculous. But if you want to go out there and pound your chest about, I'm voting for this person. Well, great. Well, why? Because that, no, no, no. Why are you voting for that person? That's all I want to know. If I'm even going to ask. Typically, if that happens, I'm running the other way because it's very uh, in today's climate, it's very difficult to have uh, legitimate conversations about literally anything, especially sports. Uh, But shoot, you enter the political realm by God. All right. The Lions. uh, This is this is not political at all. The Lions make uh, Jalen Reeves, maybe the NFL's highest paid core special teamer. So two year deal, seven and a half million could be worth up to eight million in 2023, tied for the league high with 14 special teams tackles. Um, Also was in on the two fake punt plays. He was the NFL Players Association All-Pro Team as one of the core special teamers, a fourth-round pick in 2017, spent six of his seven years uh, in Detroit. He was voted as a team captain into his first Pro Bowl this past season and was going to be an unrestricted free agent, but they lock him up, they lock him in. I love this deal for the Lions, and I like this deal for the Lions because it's got a couple of layers to it, uh, because as I've been saying, when in regards to like Amon Ra St. Brown and Panay Sewell and some of these other deals, I am a fan of getting the contract extensions out there on the table quickly, especially for guys that you know that are going to be core foundational pieces. Um, you know, Aiden will be will be a big one. Panay, obviously, Amon Ra, Sam Laporta, Jameer Gibbs, Brian Branch. Like when these guys' time comes around, uh, Aleem McNeil, what can you get, uh, you know, as far as keeping him while improving on the defensive line? Uh, so I think that there are, and the reason is, is if you listen to this program, you know that I talk a lot about how the salary cap is going to continue to increase, right? But before, you know, when the number was around 220, whatever it was, before it jumped up to 250, a 13.5% increase in the salary cap. My God, people talking about, oh, I'll never watch the NFL again. That, that The NFL ad salary cap has gone through the roof right now, and it's a good thing for everybody. Right? It works out well for the players and goes up thirty point six million dollars in one offseason. Some of this is still some of the money coming back from COVID, but regardless, 255.4 is the new number. So when it was down to 224.8, I think that's when you start to take a look at the hey guys, hey, look here. Wait, let's get some let's get one or two of these uh foundational piece extensions done. Get them done early and plan around that two twenty four. Now this cap number is still still going up. I'm still, I'm still not a fan of our quarterback making fifty million dollars. You know, if you you're, you're talking about putting him in the Patrick Mahomes echelon, I don't believe that is the case. It's not a knock on Jared Goff. He's been very good for the Detroit Lions. I think we can win with Jared Goff. I think we should have won the NFC Championship game. But I am not a fan in spending that amount of money on one position. I think that, that is, uh, that's pretty ridiculous. And if the salary cap is right around $250 million, $255.4, I don't think there's a legitimate way that you could pay somebody $50 million. Especially when they're not Patrick Mahomes. So, he is the one guy. You know, I saw a really interesting uh, stat. It was comparing Justin Fields to Lamar Jackson. Total snaps, completion percentage, uh, yards uh, passing, yards running, touchdowns, everything. And it was it was like glaring, glaring. It's like wow. Would you just would you just look at that? Now Baltimore, they obviously have their own issues with Zay Flowers, and they have they have leadership. Uh, concerns there, but back to this Jalen Reeves Maven signing. You know, I like it. The highest paid core special teamer. Like, okay, all right. But you know, it gave us meaningful defensive snaps throughout the course of the year uh, as well. And so you get depth at linebacker. You get a for sure piece, a good guy in the room. I like the deal. I like it a lot. And it doesn't really hurt that much when you look at like three point seven five million average annual value off of the cap. Like That gives you plenty plenty of leeway for the other 52 guys. So, big fan of the deal. Uh, Like it a lot. Some people have asked questions about the Michael Badgley deal. Sure, they got Michael Badgley uh, under contract now as well. Uh, However, everybody expects there to be some kicking competition. I still don't think it had anything to do with a lack of faith, even though we brought up statistics uh, on where he was at from 40-plus yards uh, throughout the course of his career. He did hit the 54-yarder. I was there. I watched it happen. I called for it in the moment. I wanted that. I wanted the three points. I don't think it had anything to do with a lack of confidence in Michael Badgley. I think it had everything to do with how this team felt about the momentum of the game in trying to seal that thing right there. It just so happens they didn't convert a drop pass, uh, giving up a touchdown, then a fumble, giving up another touchdown, like, and then you know all Murphy's Law. Whatever can go wrong, uh, will go wrong. So, for me. Good deal here. You get a good piece to the pie, good piece of the puzzle. It's not a glaringly sexy kind of signing here. This is how the team is made up. And I would I, w- I was reading some about Brad Holmes's comments and you know, they want to be able to address some of their needs in free agency. I think this is a great strategy. And then they're just going to go for the best player available on their board, whoever that might be. And <laughs> you know what? Look, if there's anything we know about Brad Holmes if that best player available on the board right there is a linebacker, he's going to take him. If it's a running back, he's going to take him. It doesn't it doesn't matter if they're, the player is at twelve. You know, if that player is a tight end or a nickel, they're going to move around. They're going to do if they got a guy that they like, they're going to move around and do what is necessary to get him. And so, I like this 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 strategy, this theory, if you will, of trying to address needs in free agency. He also talked about you know we're not one player away. And I really thought that that was very important because that settles things down. He's talked about winning the headlines, uh, you know, winning in March, winning in April doesn't matter. It's about winning in December. Very important because when he talked about how you can't say you're one player away, Brad Holmes, Lions GM said, what if that one player isn't available? What if they're not available in December? So are you no longer going to win? Right, I was like, "It's great rationale. It's great. God, I can sit there and listen to him and talk to him for hours fascinating fascinating and how you go about constructing your lineup and your roster who are you going to sign this is why the germ jalen reeves maven this is why this isn't like a like a eye popping like oh my god like it had to be done like no this is this this is a this is a really good deal works out well for the lions they had a core piece back to their team for a couple of years doesn't hurt you on the cap. Cap's only going to increase. Like I think it's a really, really good number and a really good player uh, to keep on the roster. We're going to step aside when we return. A Duke player rolled his ankle. His knees hurt. He's hurt. Court storms next. Exes and Bros. Michigan Sports Network. Imagine this: winning big at Soaring Eagle. The food district is now open. There's
1: something for everyone, from Bubba Koo's Burritos to Banano's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Loving Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new Food District. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details.
0: The Freddie the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at freddiethepizzaman.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit freddiethepizzaman.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F R E D I thepizzaman.com. Together, we can make a difference.
1: You're listening to Michigan Statewide Morning Show, X's and Bros, right here on the Michigan Sports Network.
3: Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you riding along with us. No matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide in the iHeartRadio app. Text us, use the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21000 Sports Radio to 21000. Meyer Supercenter Guest Line 866-838-4843, 866-838-4843, 866-838. Huge. That's the number. By the way, uh, sources saying UMass is set to join the Mid-American Conference. We'll talk to my buddy uh, Kyle Rowland. Toledo Blade. He will join us covering the Mid American Conference. Uh, what this means: UMass is back. They were in the league in football only, uh, but they will be there in all sports except for hockey because the MAC doesn't have hockey. Uh, they're they're going to stay in the what is it? The American or the East or whatever the hell their hockey conference is. They'll stay out there for that. But they are set to in the twenty five twenty six season. So they'll play out. This will be their final uh, final year as an independent, and then they'll get ready to join the Mid-American Conference once again. What's that mean for the MAC? What is the move here? How do we balance this out? Is there a nece- is there a necessity to balance it out? Uh, we'll get to that with Kyle Rowling coming up in about an hour uh, from now. Now we got to get on to the good stuff here. The court storm. Okay. What had happened was, is that in men's basketball over the weekend, the Duke Blue Devils were taking down Wake Forest. And there is Wake Forest, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, was actually favored, favored in this. But they went ahead and beat Duke anyways. And when they beat Duke, the Wake Forest fans ran onto the floor. They stormed the court. Okay. They stormed the court. And Duke has a player who's trying to get off the floor, Kyle Filipowski, and he gets hit, and he's hobbling, avoided any major knee injury, after he had a collision, in which his right knee and leg hit a fan. Uh, Their head coach, John Shire, had said initially it was his ankle, it wasn't, it was his knee. And... This brings up the conversation about whether or not this should be allowed to happen or not. And that is the court storm or the field, you know, rushing the field. Now, if you were there at all uh, during the Michigan versus Ohio State, especially in 2021, but then again, uh, last year, beat your rival, punch your ticket. Big Ten Championship, you're undefeated. Probably going to win the Big Ten Championship because nobody out of the West is any good. Cool, Iowa can't score. Awesome, you're probably going back to the college football playoff. Wake Forest is up 83-79, to 1.4 seconds. Full court pass, intercepted. Duke's trying to get off the court. That's where the injury happens. Everybody's having a good time. Filipowski then is then, you know, Surrounded by Duke people, and of course they don't want their guy to get hurt. Nobody does. Nobody wants to see anybody get hurt. The question now becomes whether or not this should be banned and outlawed by schools across the country. Nobody has come up with a good solution. Everyone's talking about security and the little ropes and whatnot. That doesn't do it. The only thing that would do it is forfeiture. It's the only thing that's going to stop, like, if... People enter the field if it's a court storm. Not a single individual because you know you get some randos out there. You know, people rush onto the field, or I mean, hell, somebody jumped over the 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 barricade at the waste management. Turns out that guy had a wager place that somebody would run onto the 16th hole. I guess that was and he won money. Like <laughs> yeah, I mean, three hundred thousand plus or something crazy story like that. That's why the guy ran out there and jumped into the bunker, get paid. So. What happens then in Winston-Salem and how does that, you know, the party's on? It's part of college athletics, right? It's part of college athletics. Do we get rid of it? Do we keep it? Uh, I'm in favor of getting rid of it because they, you, there's no way to stop it unless you tell the, the players and the fans and everybody knows ahead of time that if your, if your kids run onto the court, if your kids run onto the court, Caitlin Clark tried it, but she actually ran into a fan. She tried to body check a fan. That didn't work out well. Uh, I heard some erroneous claims from the four-letter network talking about Filipowski tried to, tried to throw his leg out there and trip somebody like it, uh, the overhead cam. I don't, I don't think it shows that at all. Plus, until you're out there in the middle of that mayhem, which I don't know how many of you have participated or been on the field for such, a, such an event, it is a tidal wave of people. A tidal wave of people. And I, I look back to Michigan football, for example. A great memory for so many people taking, taking that field. Great, me- great memory. Doesn't need to happen. Does not need to happen. I don't want to be the fun police, but trying to get individuals off the court or off the playing field from the opposition, uh, You know, kids getting tackled, uh, high school athlete in a court storm uh, was injured in 2004, left him partially paralyzed. It's just a mass wave of people. Like if you fall, you're getting trampled. Goalposts coming down. We had an incident in Toledo. They were carrying the goalposts and uh, it killed somebody. That was years ago. It was like in the 90s. So what exactly? What what's the plan here? I think the plan is very simple. I think that the rules that you make are very simple. I think all of it is pretty straightforward. You put out a memo, you send it out to everybody. If you rush the court, it's a wrap. Your team will forfeit the next 10 games of their season. And there you have it. It's going to stop them because no one can afford to take 10 losses and figure it out from there. And it hurts everything. Um, That's the only way that, in my opinion, that's the only way to get it to stop. It's the only thing that nobody's brought up. They've talked about security and barricades and this, that, and third. Like, no, just tell them, you know, if you're LSU and you upset Alabama and your kids run onto the field, your next 10 games are forfeited for the season. If you don't have 10 games left, well, season's over. Good job. Is it fair? I mean, it's not fair to leave Florida State as undefeated ACC champion out of the college football playoff. Boom. Take your fairness and shove it. Problem solved, right there. Forfeitures, basketball, ten games, crippling, crippling. And if it happens early enough in the season, if you're if you're school storms the court, you're automatically ineligible for your postseason, any postseason tournament, which include your conference and the NCAA tournament and or NIT. Problem solved. Done. Storm the court, and maybe you make it that way. If you do it in football, you are ineligible for anything in the postseason. I guarantee you people would stop. Because you're not going to be able to sit there and citation everybody. That's, uh, the process is going to be way too long. In the SEC, they have a $100,000 fine for the first offense, two fifty dollars for the second, $500,000 for the third. Uh, the Big Ten, no fines until the third offense. The Big East is $5,000. The Big 12 is $25,000. Pac-12, which isn't a conference anymore, that's not even worth looking at. ACC doesn't have any policy in place. There's your policy right there. Problem solved. It doesn't need to happen. It was cool when it was a thing. It can no longer be a thing because we don't know how to behave, and that's that. Plain and simple. I didn't see anybody rush the floor for the New York Knicks last night as they beat the Pistons. Why? It's a regular season game. Why would you do that? Does it mean that their fans are any less engaged? I don't know. Does it mean that they care less? I don't know. I can tell you this much. They didn't run out of the floor over a regular season game. And you just you just ban the court storm. And you can have a video that plays if you think it's going to happen. You could have a video that plays pregame, a video that plays at halftime, and a video that plays in the under four-minute floor if you do our team loses postseason opportunities problem solved then it happens team gets uh team gets whacked from the postseason just like florida state did they can cry and complain all they want get your kids under control here's the rule get your kids under control and 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 you could be done. You don't ever have to have the conversation again because somebody's going to have to get burned. Like that's the way it works. Like, you know, we have to be able to put this rule in place, and then for somebody to violate the rule, and then for the rule to be upheld, and you just make it an NCAA rule. Any sort of court storm or rush in the field will result in an elimination of postseason eligibility. And now you don't. And, and some people are like, well, you're the fun police. I, I'm not the fun police. It's all fun and games until somebody gets hurt, right? So now you can avoid that happening because you don't have to worry about it. Because at the end of the day, like, I'm surprised somebody hasn't gotten sucker punched like hard. You know what I mean? Like, people just don't know how to act. Uh, they they're they're reckless. They don't care. And that's where that's where I'm at. If you have thoughts on it, 866-838-4843, 866-838-4843. Text the keyword Sports Radio send that to 21000. Sports Radio to 21000 866-838-4843. Join us. Your thoughts, do you care about it? Is it even that big of a deal? I've heard it discussed. I've heard a lot of people weigh in on what they think they could do. Just eliminate the eligibility of postseason play and every single athletic department will make sure that it doesn't happen. If a fan gets sucker punched by a player during the court storm, there should be no punishment at all for the player. All is fair game for the player to defend themselves. Well, now you're now you're going down a slippery slope. Now that's a, that, as much as I would say, yeah, that's cool and all. Yeah. I don't I don't see that necessarily being a a very good precedent to try to set. You know, the last thing you want to do is in a mob of a couple hundred people is punch somebody and have somebody else see it. Then then what? Get the bottom of a dog pile and get suffocated? Fun police Bolino. No, it just doesn't need to happen. Like it doesn't it, it doesn't happen in professional sports, why would it happen in college? Does it happen at the NCAA title game? At the NCAA tournament? Nobody rushes onto the floor. So, especially during regular season games. Like, congratulations, you beat Duke. I know it's a big deal because you're Wake Forest and you have been relevant since Chris Paul's been running around. Tim Duncan. But at the same time, it's like, look, get over it. It's a regular season game. You know, no fun police here. Just being honest. That's the way you end it. If you don't want to end it, then let's not talk about it. If you don't care... Then we can move on. It doesn't, you know, doesn't bother me. Typically, anytime we I've seen a court storm in basketball, people have ran around the table. So I'm not even, I'm, I'm able to get out. That's I mean, at that point, that's all you're worried about anyways. Get me as far away from this as possible. I can't worry about everybody else. The hell? Every man for himself. Ken is on the line. Good morning, Ken. How are you?
5: Morning, Anthony. Thanks for having me.
3: Oh, thanks for calling, partner. How are you today?
5: I'm awesome, very good, thank you Good good topic today, you're, you're spot on
3: Oh, you're anti-court storm too Here I thought I was on Rivas Island I thought I was all alone And I was going to get a bunch of hate About how I'm the fun police And now you just want to ruin everybody's fun blah, blah. One, we don't know how to have fun anymore And two, it's just unnecessary
5: uh, Absolutely And uh, you know, with, uh, with today's uh, Alcohol in the stadiums now And uh, things have changed So it's time to change this as well um not not safe for anybody.
3: yeah, just it works out better. If we don't have to deal with the problem at all, if we can eliminate the problem altogether, we don't have to worry about it, right?
5: Absolutely, and uh, you want to get kind of get funny and crazy about it, but uh, seriously the same way if if the if the kids can't go in the crowd to uh to uh address them, then they shouldn't be able to come on the floor and address the kids.
3: hundred percent agree. Ken, where are you calling from this morning?
5: I'm in South Haven, Michigan.
3: How's the weather out there? The weather looks nice here in in the eastern portion of the state.
5: Gorgeous, 55, the sun's coming up uh, over the lake, over the lake. A great day. Absolutely great. Oh.
3: Beautiful South Haven, great beaches there, Grand Haven. Oh my god, the light. You got the lighthouse out there. Oh, it's picturesque, it's scenic, it's pure Michigan, Ken. Thanks for calling this morning, partner.
5: Have a good day, buddy. Thanks for what you do.
3: Thank you. You too. Uh, let's get to Tom in Toledo online. Good morning, Tom. How are you, my friend?
2: Great. How you doing this morning, AB?
3: I am living the dream, partner.
2: That's awesome. Hey, man, first-time caller, long-time listener. I uh, just want to chime in on your court storming. Um, I, I don't mind team losing games because of it. I think that, that make a hard stop to it for sure. One thing I did thought... Uh, I did hear yesterday a caller called in the Dan Patrick show. He talked about having a storm clock, and that kind of piqued my interest. I thought that was actually something kind of unique, good idea. Every team has a 10- or 15-second countdown. As, you know That's initiated as soon as that final buzzer goes, hit that storm clock, get the media team involved, great graphics, little video to go with it, and just really get everybody, get their juices going to, You know, hold back until everybody's off court, and then once that 15 seconds are up, have at it.
3: I like it. I don't know if people would follow the rule, though, Tom. Like, I don't think, I I don't know if these college kids, I was in college once, right? I mean, I don't know, like, am am I waiting? The the final buzzer sounds, am I waiting for the storm clock? Like, am I waiting for this thing to count down from 15 seconds? You know, it's
2: It's just another thought to go with it. But, hey, put that in conjunction with your uh, forfeiture, and I think you got something
3: there. Hey, maybe we're cooking with gas. Maybe this is like, hey, you're going to have your moment to run on the floor and act like an idiot here. But first, we got to give a 15-second buffer zone to get everybody that needs to get out of here, out of here immediately. You know, my thing with the big house is, is that, you know, at least the visitors are close to the tunnel. So they could just turn around and get, like, you know, but you want to get off the field as quickly as possible. And it makes me nervous because all it takes is one fan throw some kind of sucker punch at a player or do something ridiculous to a player. And then you've got a whole different bag of worms, paints the whole fan base in a bad light. Like, it's it's concerning to say the least. But I like the idea. I mean, people are trying to think, which is good. They're trying to get creative. I mean, Um, at
2: the same time, you can also throw a sponsorship on there. So... We know schools aren't opposed to making money.
3: Oh, got to have a sponsorship. Have to have a sponsorship, Tom. Everything is brought to you by somebody.
2: (laughs) That's right. Hey, it was uh, also great to hear that voice giving out free chili this weekend at the uh, kids game on Sunday down here in Toledo.
3: Who gave out free chili?
2: Oh, the old A.D. I didn't
3: give I was. I was working basketball on Sunday.
2: Yeah, you think so? I hope you. Oh, you're did they real? play the recording?
3: <laughs> oh, buddy, did they play the recording? Tom in Toledo.
2: They, they played the recording. I guess they didn't trust uh, uh, new, new up and coming PA announcer called Eric Frainy to announce Free Chili. So went back to the old. Wow. School. Yeah, you know I, know I forgot they. the Red
3: Wings. The Red Wings PA guy. Eric was down there. Uh, I, I was he. Yep. I thought that he was working the sin bin. I didn't know he was actually announcing the game. That's awesome.
2: Oh yeah, Eric, him him and his uh, son Nathan. Nathan announcing the boys coming out to to the ice it's kids game. You know, got got to get the kids involved.
3: Kids game. Tom in Toledo sounds a lot like Brian. Man, I appreciate the call, partner. Thank you.
2: Appreciate you, man. We'll talk
3: there he goes yeah that's definitely not um, Tom I was like man that voice sounds familiar it's like I know exactly who that is we'll step aside Hour number three is next X's and Bro's Michigan Sports Network
1: there's a new player in town wide receiver and i'm talking about eagle casino and sports the real money mobile casino it's so easy to play you can go from wager to winner to wallet, just like
2: that sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to fifteen hundred dollars or you can get
1: a risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars eagle casino and sports maine and michigan made for michigan must be 20 or older in michigan to play Huge here for my good friend Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports. Now, they're located on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of Grand Rapids here on the west side of the state. They are Michigan's newest Yamaha go-to golf cart dealer. Now, if you're looking for a golf cart for the neighborhood, the business, the golf club, maybe that second home or the lake, Stop by and see Drew and the crew. They can hook you up today at Impact Power Sports. They also have e-bikes, quads, side-by-side, yard toys for the big boys and the big girls. Anything you need when it comes to power, they have it at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. Also, if you want a shot at winning Lois Browns, Lions Golf Cart, a custom-built Lions Golf Cart, text Impact to 21000 that's impact to 21000 and you could win lomas brown's lions golf cart this summer from impact power sports and the huge show
0: hi i'm lauren and i work for meyer people ask why do i shop there it's because i get everything in one stop like this week's hottest deals with buy one get one for a dollar four pound bag of naval oranges And Meyer Wellness Vitamins or Supplements buy one, get one free. Plus, I can save even more with M perks like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply? See all deals in the Meyer app.